Hello, this is Joe McGee. Welcome to our podcast. Make sure that you subscribe and please share the podcast with your friends. That is the number one way you can help us reach people with God's love and healing. We love you guys. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Joe McGee. Welcome to our Wednesday Words of Wisdom. <laughs> We're kind of taking words out of the Bible and just, because um, there's so many. Uh, I remember when I first went to Bible school, I got a Vines Dictionary. And uh, and it was just the encyclopedia of the encyclopedia. I know that so many words meant so many things. And, of course, during the years, sometimes I get twisted up. So what I try to do with my kids is teach them the words of the Bible that, you know, are really important, you know, like faith and sin and forgiveness and the blood, uh, words that you'll use that maybe out in normal public life, you don't talk about the blood. That's gross. What kind of blood? Well, the blood of Jesus that saves from all of our sin, you know, and uh, and faith. Well, what's that? That is kind of wishful thinking. No, it's very real. Uh, without faith, you can't please God. Without faith, can't whip the devil. So we're just going through and we're taking a story uh, at a time or a word at a time. So today we're getting ready to start. So if you got your pencil and paper, might want to take some good notes. It's going to be good. The word, uh, first word we're going to cover today is the word doubt, D-O-U-B-T. And, um, it's the opposite of faith. You know, you believe something or you don't believe something. So just right out of the uh, Webster's Dictionary, doubt means uh, to be without a way. What is this? I got any way. I, have a, I don't know what we're going to do. It means to be perplexed, uh, to have questions, uh, to hesitate. You're not bold. You're, 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 you're kind of wondering. You don't know. And so doubt is not really a good thing. And so I want to find out what the Bible says about it. So I've got five real good scriptures that we're going to cover. Verses Matthew 14, verse 31, Matthew 14, 31, Peter had been walking on the water. Uh, they'd gone out they're going to cross the, the sea of Galilee and, and it got dark. And so Jesus comes walking on the water and, uh, the lightning is flashing and they're watching and they see him. And so Peter said, Hey, Lord, is that you? And Jesus said, yeah. He said, well, bid me, ask me if I can come out there with you. And so Jesus said, well, come on. So Peter got out of the boat and actually started walking on the water during a storm. And, you know, the storms on the Sea of Galilee, they can get nasty, man. There's some big waves on that little body of water. And so Peter's walking on the water. All of a sudden, he starts to look left, and he looks right. He's looking at the waves. He's not looking at Jesus anymore, and he starts to sink. And the Bible says he prayed the shortest one-word prayer in the Bible, help, help. <laughs> and so Jesus reached out to him. So Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him and said these words. You have so little faith. Why did you doubt me? Now, we're going to cover one of the lessons we'll cover eventually is about uh, how Jesus constantly got on to the disciples or the apostles about why did you doubt? Oh, you have little faith. Where's your faith? Faith's a real big thing to God. Without faith, Hebrews says, we cannot please him. Without faith, we cannot resist the devil. What is faith? It's simply believing that God told the truth, that he meant what he said. You know, so it's just a great word. Then we got Luke chapter 24, Luke chapter 24, verse 38. Now, most of these translations I'm reading on uh, our program here are from the New Living Translation. Every now and then I'll read the New King James, but most from the New Living Translation. So this is Luke 24, verse 38. Jesus said, why are you so frightened? Yes, why are your hearts filled with doubt? They're crossing over the boat. He's asleep in the boat. Storm breaks out. They think they're drowning. They wake Jesus up. Lord, don't you care that we're perishing? Jesus got up, rebuked the storm, and then turned to the apostles. The disciples said, why are you so frightened? Why are you so frightened? 
Why are your hearts filled with doubt? I said, let's go to the other side. Did you not think we could make it to the other side? And so there's a lot of, um, lots goes on in the conversation between Jesus and the disciples. It's just amazing what it is he's looking for. Now, this is the son of God. This is uh, the second member of the Godhead that created the universe, holds everything together by the Bible's word that's in that human body. This is God Almighty that spoke everything into existence. That's who's in this human body. And he's trying to show us how to live as a human. Jesus said, the things I do, can you do also? And even greater things. These because I'm going to my Father. So it's a powerful scripture. Uh, next is Romans 14, verse 23. Romans 14, verse 23. But if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you're sinning. This is Apostle Paul talking to a guy. Uh, the Temple of Diana uh, was there, and um, it's just a bunch of hoodoo stuff and all worshiping idols and crazy stuff. And uh, But they had a restaurant because people would come, and uh, they'd throw meat on the grill as a sacrifice to Diana. Then they'd fornicate with some woman, somebody's sister, somebody's mother, somebody's wife, because the women had to serve uh, for a week every year in the temple. And, uh, and so you, it's just good. But on the other end of Diana, they had a restaurant. They had a steakhouse. What is it? Well, the meat they throw back there on a sacrifice thing, we cook it. We're not going to just waste it. And so Paul's eating in this restaurant, the temple of Diana. And some guy came in and said, Apostle Paul. And he said, hello. He said, do you know where that meat came from? Paul said, yes. And the guy asked, does that not bother you? Paul said, no, it's just meat to me. And the guy said, well, that bothers me. And Paul said, well, if it bothers you, I won't eat it anymore. Now, you can go a lot of ways with that, but it's real good. He said this. He says, if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something or not, you're sinning. If you go ahead and do it, you're sinning. He said, if you're not allowing your convictions, if you do anything you believe is not right, he said, you are sinning. This is Romans 14. If you're doing something you believe is not right, you're sinning. It might not be sin for somebody else, but it might be sin for you. What do you believe? Man, what you believe is really important. Now, like this Psalm 94, verse 19. Psalm 94, verse 19. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Every human God ever made has a challenge with doubts, you know, Doubts come to everybody. Well, what are you casting down imaginations? Never have a thing that exhausts up to get the knowledge of God. In other words, you need to start saying what God says, not what you're thinking. What's a doubt? It's a thought. I don't think we can do this. I don't think we're going to make it. I think we're going to get laid off. I don't think we're going to get better. And so the Bible says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the weak say I'm strong. Let the poor say I'm rich. Call those things to be not as though they are. We got to learn to get our mouth in line with God's word. Then the last is this. This is a class with Mark eleven twenty three. Mark eleven twenty three. He says, I'll tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen, Jesus said. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. Jesus said, you can speak to this mountain right here and command it to be ripped up and thrown into the sea. Jesus said, and this mountain will do exactly what you say. People have always made fun of this through the years, and it divides denominations. But Jesus said it. It's in every translation. He said, if you say this mountain, be ripped up, be cast to sea, it will do it if you don't doubt it. Things will happen if you don't doubt it. It's just a powerful testimony. So 
doubt is something uh, you got to constantly deal with. How do you deal with it? Well, get your mouth moving the right way. Uh, faith speaks, the Bible says. We're going to say it. Well, I'm going to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. Everything I set my hand to is going to prosper. I mean, you know, we had eight kids. We trained them all up, and they're all adults now, out of the house, out of college. And most of them are married off. But we, we both taught them, you know, you got to learn to control your mouth. Life and death and fire of your mouth, your tongue. And quit saying that coach won't play me. He'll play you. Quit saying the teacher won't pass it. She'll pass you. Quit saying I won't get a job. You'll get a job. you get a great job. Say what God says, not what you're thinking. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So let's start learning to get our mouth in line with God's word. And how do you do that? Well, you got to read God's word. So read your proverb every day. And let's start filling you up with some new thoughts. That'll be really good. God bless, guys. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to hear more of what God can do in your life. He's got a great future for you and your family. And we're here to help you get there. Please make sure you visit Joe McGee Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. There you find all of our Friday funny videos and other encouraging resources for you and your family. While you're at it, be sure to visit JoeMcGee.com. We have all sorts of materials, books, DVDs, you name it, all there to help you, your marriage, and your family succeed.